Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast-track your career. Join us for the journey. Hello, welcome to the Speak and Flow podcast. Today I have Hannah Banker. Hannah and I met several years ago at graduate school. We were in Golden Gate University and she walked in. She always had something bright, smart, fun to say and the dark chocolate. <laughs> I totally remember that. And so we both got our master's of industrial psychology together. And I brought her on because she's just full of insight. She started her working solutions group. She's a founder, CEO now, and uh, she has so much wisdom and expertise to share, especially around saying no. So most of us think we're unleashing our voice. And so we got to speak more. And that also comes with how to say no. And so she's going to share with us some of her expertise. And before we get into that, Hannah, can you just tell us a little bit more about your, what you do with Working Solutions Group and what are you passionate about? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I love being part of people's journeys where they um, find their voices, when they get aligned with their values, where they get to live their purpose. And I call it connecting people to possibilities and exploring your potential. And I do that in a few different ways. So I do it as an executive coach where we, I work one-on-one -on -one with people. I go in on organizations and I do organization development work, hold a bunch of uh, workshops. I am a content creator, I have online courses, and I'm also a speaker. So I speak on topics like feedback is a gift, or uh, hack your mind, or conflict is a feature, not a bug, or the topic that we're talking about today, no is a complete sentence. Well, let's dive right in. No is a complete sentence. And why is it, what is a reason, what is important about saying no? And especially in our world, everybody's used to saying yes, and we're celebrating yeses. So yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack there. There's the socialization that primarily us women uh, have been, you know, fed into. We've been trained to be people pleasers and saying yeah. yes and taking on the brunt of people's baggage. I say, like, put down your ba these bags. They are not yours to carry. And the power and the wisdom of the saying no isn't to become naysayers. We're not looking to say nay, no just to say no, but rather that no is your vehicle for more yes. Like, what do you want to say yes to? What and whom do you want to be doing? Who do you want to surround yourself with? Where do you want to spend your time and your energy? Because that feeds you. That's your life force. And it's easy to get bogged down in like automatically saying yes to this and saying yes to that. Maybe you want to be in charge of your kids at school's bake sales for the fifth year in a row. And maybe you'd rather be in your ceramic studio. Or maybe you want to help a friend putting together their birthday party because that feels connected and that's really juicy for you. And maybe you'd rather just show up as a guest. Like we have more choice than we think. And that's mm. one of the cruxes that we believe often that we just have to say yes. Mm -hmm. What are people going to think? 
Mm-hmm. So for me, in my journey, I used to be a yes a year too. And mm-hmm. I felt like that was in my power and I could do it all. And mm-hmm. I could work 50, 60 hour work weeks and have a husband who's on the road 10 days a month and be home with two little kids and like, bring it. And I thought right. that was my power. And I really now come to realize that's not my power. My power is realize that. Yeah. I was exhausted. <laughs> that's how I realized it. I was <laughs> exhausted. It started impacting my health. Mm-hmm. And I also realized that long term, it didn't serve us as a family. Mm-hmm. So I started handing out pink slips to my family and saying, I'm no longer theory. I will not keep track of all things and all, uh, you know, where are you going to be? Have you brought your cleats? What's your homework for tomorrow? When is soccer practice? And I started saying, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make that information readily available to you. And then I need you to go find it. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me, right? I, I am one of those kids that in class back in the day, like, do you know the answer? And I'm like, me, 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 I know it, mm-hmm. I know it. So right, I, like, right. I, like, I remember that at school. From. But now I realize that if I always have the answer, I am not teaching them to have the answer. <laughs> so it was also really That's an alignment. That's really hard. My, yes. That's your identity. That's our, in my autopilot, right? Yes. Your my auto- default setting. But I realized that I wasn't going to move into college with my kids. I don't think they want it. I don't want it. So they need to get these and start flexing these muscles on their own. So the next time they came and they were my cleats. And I'm like, I'm not serious. I don't know. Why have you looked? And really handing back the responsibility where it belongs. And it turns out to be a win-win situation for our family because these are alignment with my parenting values and they got to start flexing their muscles. And I got some of my time and my energy back. Right. Well, this, you said something really key here because that was your identity, right? Having all the answers, being the mom that could do it all and, and, and you could and you can, it's almost, it's an identity. And, and, and so I, I can relate to that. And I, I, I know that there's a lot of people out there right now who they are so capable. They're leaders mm-hmm. in their field. They're leaders in the organization. And it becomes an identity that you can mm-hmm. do it all. And then, so, and then, but for you, you had to like some health issues started to come up, right? And so how, what can we do? What are some of the key challenges that it is? Like how do the challenges of letting go of this identity or why is, what is the reason why it's so challenging? Let's just go there. Many, many, many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I think the identity is a huge part. And I, you know, I refer to myself as a recovering type A. I used to be very, very controlling. And part of that was I needed to let go of that control Mm. to get other people to step in in that place. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to learning, flexing your, your no muscles and learn to start doing that, there's a lot of things that come up and some of the reasons of why it's so hard to say no, it's, it could be that we've been socialized into saying yes and we're people pleasers. Could be that we're control freaks and I know how to do it better than you anyway, right. so I might as well do it on my own. Right. It could be uh, I'm really afraid of the reaction or the response. What happens if I say no? Mm-hmm. It could be that I feel guilty, which is you know a whole whole could be a podcast on of its own about the misplaced guilt that we often feel. And so there's a lot of different reasons why, why it's hard to say no. And I think that's where we really have to take a step back and looking at, I'm not saying no again to just say no. I'm saying no to be able to say more yes. Mm-hmm. 
But when we're not clear on what we want to say yes to, then it's so easy to get stuck in this, oh, I'll just do it by autopilot. It becomes the default setting. Mm -hmm. Like one of my clients, that's how she she describes it. She's like, it's my default setting. I just say yes. Mm -hmm. I don't stop. Mm -hmm. I don't pause. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like, is this going to be good for me? Am Mm -hmm. I feeling complete dread by this ask that came to me? And I'm just going to push through. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of the the identity piece of who am I in this world? Mm -hmm. Who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. And for me, there was a lot about the external validation. Mm -hmm. I was the good girl. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I can do it all. And I thrived upon that external validation. Mm-hmm. And now that's exactly. not what gets my juices going anymore. Well, what if they're in the organization? Many of the uh, the audience members here are in organizations or corporate leaders. And it's they just keep on getting piled and piled and piled with so many projects because they're very capable. And it has become their identity where they're capable leaders. And then they feel suddenly overwhelmed because... They, you know, they're doing, they're working really hard. And then someone comes and says, well, why didn't you do this? How come you didn't get this done? And then, and then it becomes a huge problem because they can't say no, because they've had this identity of saying yes. And then have you ever experienced that or? Yeah, for sure. And I think this idea, what you're saying is like, they can't say no. It's, it's a false sense. Yeah. Because we have so much more choice than we think. Right. And we're feeding into this image mm-hmm. of I'm, I can take on more or this is what I do. Okay. It's what you do also. Right. But it doesn't have to be all that you are. Right. Or it could be like, okay, I'm really going to excel and I'm going to take on these things. Because if we talk about the work setting, these are the places that's going to take me to where I want to go in my career. So I'm going to lean into those and I'm going to take that on. And there's going to be other things where I'm not the best person for this. Right. Just because I have capacity doesn't mean that that's where I'm my highest best self. Right, right. Or we can flip it and say, if I continuously take on and do all of these things, who else is not getting a chance to do it? Right, right. Like you said, people don't sit down and really think about what am I saying yes to? They, they're really, they're just feeding into this vicious cycle, really not thinking because they're just going, going, going. And so pausing and thinking about what is the strategic, what makes the most sense? Like, who am I? What, what projects will cultivate the strengths that I want to bring out? Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Who am I in this time, uh-huh. in this context? Uh-huh. Right. I might be a different version and more in game to take on things when it has to do with my kids then I might be at work or the vice versa or with my extended family or in my community or my spiritual setting whatever that is and it's like okay this is what I want to do right here right now in this chapter of my life Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean it's like that forever Mm -hmm. you can you know write your next chapter and you can switch and you can take another storyline and you can grow here but this idea that we don't have choice, they really mm-hmm. want to challenge. We have so much more choice than we believe. And I think most of us forget that you are ultimately the CEO in your life. Right, right. right. You decide. I love that. And that. is there fear coming up? What right. happens if I say no? Am I going to get punished? Are they not going to like me? 
And this is where I go back to FOPO, the fear of people's, other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. They're really none of your business. Mm-hmm. You are not responsible for their reaction. You're not responsible for their emotional response. If they have work to do, if somebody gets angry at you, then, okay, they have work to do. That's not how we conduct ourselves in a professional setting, right? Right. And that's not your responsibility. Right, right. It's their emotion, their anger, because they're frustrated for whatever their reasons are. And I love that you're the CEO of your own life. And you're the CEO of your own feelings and your reactions to what they're bringing to you or what's coming around and what's going on in the world, right? There's a lot yeah. going on. And so you ultimately have the choice of your reaction, your feelings, and the choice of whether to take things on or not because of yourself and listening yeah. to your body, right? I mean, because you said uh, you had to go through some health issues and you, you know, and so I think a lot of people don't take the time to really listen to also to what is my body saying in this? Oh. Yeah, that. No, your body communicates with you all the time, all right? The time. If your back hurts or if you're constantly walking around yeah. with a headache or like it's telling you something, it's yeah. saying you're not in alignment, something's off. Totally. You're either not living according to your values, right. or you're stretching yourself, your batteries drain. Yeah. Right? If you don't sleep well, and you wake up in the morning, it's like grabbing your cell phone and you start with 70% battery in the morning, yeah. right? If that was your phone, you would be like, oh, oh no, I'm not going to tolerate that. Let's <laughs> fix it. But when it comes to you, right. if you start off with 70%, at the end of the day, you come home, you spend time with your family, your loved ones, there's going to not be a lot left. Oh, gosh. Right. So this really being mindful of who and what Mm -hmm. is going to get your time and your energy today. Mm -hmm. And how do I take care of me so I have time and energy for the things that really matter to me? How do you help people identify? How do people start to identify what matters to them? Yeah, that's, that's so crucial. Like when I walk through this process, I start with a, with a why, you know, why is it so hard to say no? Like recognizing your patterns. Is it because I'm a people pleaser? Is it because I'm a know-it-all? Is it like, what is it? Uh, and then we go into the what, and we really spend time identifying what brings you joy. If you were to remove everybody else's opinions, and if you were to do it, like, what is it that you really want to say yes to? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go hiking every Sunday morning? Do you want to be in this relationship? Do you want to spend time with this person? Do you want to go for the promotion? Like, what do you want? What's your life force? What's your juice? Like, and then we're looking at like, well, okay, to get to that, there needs to be some shift. You're right. right. And are you ready to make those shifts? Content to just be where you are today. Maybe you're fine. Mm-hmm. maybe you just, just decide like I don't want to make this shift and then just own that if you're mm-hmm. content then be content I'm not going to tell you you're wrong right this is your life I want to set you up for success right so we go through the why the what and then we dive into the how mm-hmm. and really these strategies of like how do I start flexing these muscles and I think that is crucial and understanding we're not going to flick uh flip a switch here right? These are muscles. I call them the no muscles. So most of us have not engaged since we were like maybe oh. two or three years old, right? Yeah. Anybody spending time with a toddler? No, they have no problem right. <laughs> using their right. no muscles, right? You want to put PJs on? No. You want to eat your piece? No. And then as we grow older, 
we lose those muscles just atrophy and we don't use them. So nobody would go to the gym once and expect to walk out with a six pack. And I think it's much like that darn when it. it comes to flexing those, darn it, right? When it comes to flexing those no muscles is like, yeah, it's little by little and you're going to see incremental change and you're going to try out maybe low stakes saying no to something or somebody where it doesn't feel super, super scary. Right. And then you're going to up it and you're going to find your voice. And you're going to be like, this is what I want. This is congruent with me. Mm-hmm. And it might be something that I am really passionate about. Like I love to dance. Okay. You don't have to go dancing. Right. But that's what's important to me. And we're all unique individuals and we all have our values. We all have our priorities. So allowing ourselves, realizing what happens if I don't say no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue being in this space where I'm not content and I right. feel drained and depleted and overwhelmed and exhausted. And if we can switch that to a place of ease mm-hmm. and well-being, mm-hmm. keeping your sanity, right? Of like not running yourself rugged. And just like that is that is your life. And you can have that for the rest of your life if you start making those switches right now. Mm-hmm. What if for me, I'm thinking about, I want to take more vacations. I don't take enough vacations. And I'm also thinking there's a conflict because if I take too many vacations, I'm spending more money and then I'm not working on my business and I'm losing money there. What, what, what do you do when there's a, there's a fear I'm going to lose them something over here. And usually when you're saying yes to something, you're, you are losing something. You're saying no to something. So I'm saying no to my work, which equates to money in the bank. What, what do you do with that? Yeah, it's so true. You're totally right on. Like by saying yes to something, we yeah. say no to something else. And, right. you know, we have 24 hours, all of us every day. It's not 32. It's not 28. It's the same 24. Mm-hmm. So where and how do I want to spend that? Mm-hmm. And I think in, in this particular example that you're bringing forth is what kind of vacation and or rather like how do you restore and rejuvenate and rest? Mm-hmm. And is that an everyday is that making sure that the weekends are protected? Is it three weeks in Bali? Like, what does that look like? And how can you then figure out, because there's this natural tension between I want the restore and rejuvenation and I want the financial safety. Mm-hmm. And how, what's the hierarchy there? And it doesn't become an either or, it becomes a both and. So is it worth for you to put in like three weeks of 60 hour work weeks and run yourself rugged to then be able to take a week vacation? Mm-hmm. And is that then actually giving you the, the restorative the reju- rejuvenation that you're looking for? Or are you just so exhausted that when you t- come home from your vacation, you need another week because, you know, the, the runway is, is off. Mm-hmm. So it's about finding that, you know, I have mixed feelings about work-life balance, but I would say work-life integration. Mm-hmm. And how do you get the restorative and how do you get the financial security? Because when you're stressing about money, it's very hard to rely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So in, in, this, in your particular case, I would say, what's the hierarchy? And is it yeah. about saving up time and money to be able to do one long trip a year? Or is right. it to take every other Friday off Got or like, get a long yeah. weekend and uh, measuring that. And I think there are times when we do little sprints 
and work, and especially as a business owner, you do your sprints, you nose down, and you know, focus like like a laser beam, and you just do it. But that's not sustainable mm-hmm. to do for months and months or years on the end. Mm-hmm. So figuring out that ebb and flow, mm-hmm. and then also, which is something I really admire, what you do really well is this trusting the process. Mm-hmm. It is there, mm-hmm. and it's gonna come. And if you take a, you know, a Friday off, that's not going to derail the path that you're on or right. the impact that you're having, right? right? It's there. It's oh, yeah. It's going to be fine. I'm in full belief. And, and the interesting thing is when I used to run myself ragged and keep on pushing, 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 I noticed that not only am I exhausted, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure if it really got me faster, quicker. And, and then I realized that when I do pause, I do allow for spaciousness and just allowing the fruits of my labor. I just did an X, Y, Z for two weeks. A lot of times the results come in the following week. Oh, people are calling me. The right people are calling me like allowing for that to just happen. And that's what, as women we need, like we receive, we receive the magic, we receive the opportunities and being more open to that, because I think going back to just how we've been conditioned is always pushing, pushing, pushing. And what we um, want to start to help people understand or shift. And I believe that too, even with just speaking, when we say something, when we speak something, allowing for the opportunities to come when, but noticing them, opening your, your heart and your mind to it. That's what I'm hearing. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you, you and I both know, like, and um, we all are wired with negativity bias. Yeah. Right? So every five seconds, our brain goes and just looks for the negative stuff. And then yeah. we make up stories and we fill in the gaps. And, and that negativity bias has served us for thousands of years. Like this yeah. is why we're still here as human species. Right. But it doesn't necessarily serve us in our day to day when yeah. it comes to what is that next stress level? What am I going to do? So finding ways to calming your nervous system really focusing how do I charge my battery back up mm-hmm. every day a little by little do you need you know 20 minute nap at three o'clock do you need a meditation do you go out for and uh, for a walk like what are those things that really serve us like I've been meditating for I don't know 10 15 years by now like and people are like how do I have time and I say I, I would not have time not to do it right because it centers me centers I'm up. clearer I make yeah. better decisions my right. stress level doesn't go up and I waste tons of energy on some stress and I can just come back to the moment and be here with you as right. opposed to thinking about like, what am I going to cook for dinner today? Am I going to pick up my kids? Like, no, I'm, I'm here. Right. Smell the so the, the charging the battery to really then make those wise choices yeah. and the decisions. And that goes back to this thing of saying, no, how do you spend your time and your energy? Mm-hmm. Not every opportunity that comes your way is the right opportunity for you. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Not every ask that comes Mm -hmm. is going to be the right thing. Right. You know, and then having like when people go through my program, they walk away and they have, you know, a few ways of saying no. I give them about 40 of them. And then you have a couple of them. Pick two or three of your favorites. Keep them in your back pocket. Which one? What's the one? A couple of your favorites. Yeah. Well, you know, it is is fascinating in the English language we have this word it is two letters it's uh-huh. called no 
Uh-huh. And it really is a complete sentence, right? And somehow it is one of the hardest ones to say. It's so hard. A word. It's not even hard to pronounce, right? <laughs> uh, so if you are in that space and you have this clarity and somebody brings you an opportunity or request or an ask and you just know, it's, it's, it's no, mm. then just say that. Wow. The key in that point is to how do you deliver it, right? right. And are you calm? Are you clear? Mm-hmm. Are you kind? Mm-hmm. Are you concise? All of these things for communication skills, because how you deliver your no really is going to d- impact the response you're getting. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot there. Um, but another one is, if well, I'm not I sure. That. Oh, can I just go to yeah. that one real quick? And, and I think that what you're saying is when you have your why very clearly defined, then you can bring in that no with such certainty and kindness. Cause, yes. and that's the key. Cause a lot of times we, we've been saying yes for so long and finally we say no. And then all this anger and frustration come up and then everybody else gets angry. And so that's what we remember about those no's. And that's how we associate with those no's is all those times where we have been frustrated and the other person gets upset. And so, and so when you take this time right now to understand your why and be so clear about it and, yeah. and then having all the strategies um, under your belt, then you can just say no with this calm kindness. And then people feel that calm kindness and they're like, okay. Yeah. And people respect you in a completely yeah. different way. Yeah. And there's nothing right. to argue with because you don't start in this defense mode. Right. You start right. in like, no. Right. On Fridays, we have dinner as a family. I'm not available. Yeah. Like whether you choose to explain it or not, but these are my values. Mm-hmm. And our values is that on Friday nights, this is what we do. So I cannot do that. You know, so going back to like some other easy examples, sometimes if you just want to buy yourself some time, just say that. Even if you don't know necessarily or it feels awkward or tricky to say in the right. moment. Right. It's just like, let me check my calendar or I want to check with my with my partner and I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Like the key here is to really do get back to people and not leave them hanging. Right. We're not looking to start ghosting people, mm-hmm. but to just say it. And then maybe that next step communication is via text or an email. And it mm-hmm. might feel easier to communicate it that way. Right. OK, got it. Yes, yes, yes. If you're not in front of the person, then you use a text or email. Yeah. And just like, hey, I checked. Sorry, I'm not available. Yeah. And you don't yeah. need an explanation. Yeah. Right. They, yeah. Anybody is free to ask you. Yeah. That's great. We need help. We need things from other people. We're, we're social human beings. But you don't owe them an automatic yes. Mm-hmm. And if that having dinner with your family on Friday is more important than doing something else, then that's your value. That's fine. You're right. good. That's right. all you need because you right. know you. Right. And sometimes we say yes because we don't want to disappoint others. But my question to you then is what's worse? Mm-hmm. Disappointing somebody else or continuously disappointing yourself? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's powerful. Right. And you wouldn't do that if that was your best friend. You wouldn't constantly mm-hmm. walk out and disappoint your best friend. No. So no. Are you your best friend? Right. Right. Yes. Be and are you looking out for you? What do you need in this moment? Oh, right. And you're good. Right. Last, you're this good. is so powerful, so powerful. And I know my mom is here because she barely said yes. Mm. So she's here today with us. She, she yeah. her immune system was not, she just barely said yes. And so it did yeah. not do well for her health. And so no. one last question. Yeah. What is the key 
ingredient to help us unleash our voice and say no? What do you say? I would say, yeah, I would say, I mean, I have tons of ideas, but to just um, yeah. name a couple, I would definitely say claiming. Claim and with that, like, if you know what's right for you, you know. So claim that. And then secondly, again, you need to start practicing. Without the practice, it is not just going to come like that as much as I wish that for you. It is going to be an intentional shift. And then you're going to be knowing. And when you're in that power, you're not going to be questioned the same way because you're not explaining yourself. You're not coming up with excuses. You're calm. You're kind and saying, this was available for me. This is not available for me. And then you have it. Mm-hmm. Uh. And it takes muscle. It takes work. I'm thinking about my mom. There's, it was so hard for her and a lot of people, especially because we care, we want to care about our people and we want to support people. And, and so when people need help, leaders need help, which I'm sure that they would just like, they need help at the gym with the trainer. How do they get a hold of you? What do you tell us more about what you have going on, Hannah? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I want to just say one more thing. It is so true that we have, it's easy to just like, I'll do this and I'll do this and I'll do that. But here's the honest truth. If your car is running on empty, you cannot pick up more passengers. Right. So it really starts with you. There's, you're going to just drain and you're going to exhaust. And then you have in this place where all these people are dependent on you. They haven't started flexing their own independence muscles Mm -hmm. and you haven't put down their bags. You're carrying Mm -hmm. it at all. Mm -hmm. And then when you go out, the entire system is going to fall apart. Totally. Starting with you is really like the key. Yeah. But yes. So what am I doing? I am super passionate about this. Like uh, this is one of my absolute jams. So coming from that place, I'm inviting any listener who wants to take a deeper dive and I'm going to make in a specific offer, special offer for the speak and flow listeners, which is a 20% discount code to my online course called no is a complete sentence. And you will go to my website called workingsolutionsgroup.com and you'll find it there. And then your discount code is called Speak in Flow 2023. And it will be available for another two weeks to buy at that uh, awesome price. And then really making that investment in you. Like you can start that shift and it's going to be worth it. It's going to pay off dividends over and over and over again. And you're going to get your joy and your time and your energy back. And I really want that for you. So buy it in the next two weeks. And then you have till the end of the year to take the actual course. And it's self-paced and it will, you can do it in three weeks or less. And if you want to like up it, you can then also combine it and take it with um, individual uh, coaching sessions with me to really figure out like, are you getting stuck where are you getting stuck and how are we going to bridge that um and it makes for a perfect gift because I'm sure you like I uh, we all have some people that we know that would be benefiting from saying you know to take care of themselves oh my gosh so many people so many people are running on overwhelm anxiety and they are they're just keep on going and going and they're running that's like their day-to-day and so stop the madness, like get, you know, help you help yourself, help others. I know my mom wished she could have done that for herself. And she passed away in 2016 because she was always saying yes. I know that. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that that's the ultimate reason, but I know that that was not good for her health constantly yeah. doing for others, constantly not speaking up 
enough. And yeah. so, this and is, you're worth it. You're worth you it. You're the are CEO worth it. of your life. You're gonna look back. You in, are the CEO of your life. You're the CEO of your life. Look, you're gonna look back in your life and say, "Wow, I did it. I did it, and I was healthy, and I was who I wanted to be, living this life, and people around me were supporting me and helping me, and yeah, allowing them to do that for you. We deserve that. Yeah." That's so amazing. Thank you, Hannah, for sharing that amazing gift for our audience members. And so go ahead and grab that discount code. Hurry up and we'll see you on the other side. Thank you, Thank Hannah, you so for being much. on the show. Thank you so much. It was super fun. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. Yay. Thanks for joining the conversation today. Are you curious on how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow? Come grab my free self-assessment at speakinflow.com forward slash assessment. This assessment only takes a couple minutes to fill out. You will get your results within five minutes. See how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow and an unshakable confidence. Take the assessment, click on the link in the comments, and I'll see you on the other side.